welcome friends, fans, and colleagues uh, to this Saturday morning show of Voices of the Sacred Feminine. It is so good to be with you today. Uh, life is uh, quite challenging. And uh, yesterday we got the awful news about the passing of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, what can you say? Uh, this incredible woman um, who made such a difference in the lives of women out there. Um, she uh, was trying her best to uh, hold on until after the election, and unfortunately, uh, that uh, was not her fate. So, um, I'm sure um, there will be tributes to her uh, for a long time to come, and um, I just didn't feel like it would be appropriate today to uh, have the show and not mention her passing yesterday, September 18th, 2020. Well, uh, that said, uh, sad news as it is, um, you know, I would like to uh, say that, uh, yes, we are living in challenging times, but uh, what I have found helps me and uh, no doubt many of you, and I'll just share this in case um, it's helpful to someone else. Uh, you know, we can always find the gift, even in our biggest challenges. The gift is there uh, if we look for it. I honestly believe... Um, Managing to be uh, in a state of gratitude, uh, staying in a state of gratitude, if uh, if that's possible, you know, gratitude for the the smallest things. You know, maybe it's um, you know your beautiful cat. You know how she lays up against you and purrs, and uh, maybe it's the birds outside. Maybe it's um, a rose bush. You know, uh, in your neighbor's front lawn. Uh, I mean, there's so many things. You know, the birds singing, the clear blue sky, um, music. Uh, I mean, the list is limitless. And I think sometimes in our crazy world, um, you know, we're like hamsters on a wheel trying to do so much. Uh, you know, right now in particular, there's so much fear out there about the election in November. Uh, and just everything else that's going on. If you're in California, it's the wildfires. If you're in uh, around the Gulf Coast region, you just went through a you know terrible hurricane and flooding. Um, you know, everyone has their challenges uh, everywhere, and uh, it's just so important to uh, stay in that state of gratitude. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I believe it's like a silver bullet. It, uh, it almost inoculates us in so many ways uh, from the, you know, some of the awful challenges of life and the things we must go through. So anyway, that's, um, that's my advice for the day. Um, you know, it's, it's not anything new, but uh, if you're like me, sometimes you need to be reminded. So really try to stay in a place of gratitude, and uh, it really does help get through the day uh, it helps uh, how we face and react to our challenges, and uh, that is all important. So um, today I uh, do not have a guest. Uh, today it's just you and me. It's uh, my monthly 
uh, offering of uh, a reading from my book, Goddess Notices. Uh, I'm sorry, Goddess Calling. The chapter I'm reading is Goddess Notices. Uh, so Goddess Calling, Inspirational Messages and Meditations of Sacred Feminine Liberation Theology. Uh, it came out a few years ago, and um, it is filled with uh, inspirational messages from uh, something I did on Sundays uh, for quite a long time uh, called Sacred Sundays. Um, I did these at uh, different locations, um, the Magdalene Center in uh, Hollywood, uh, then the Green Man in Hollywood, and um, uh, the Goddess Temple in Orange County, I believe, uh, also. Uh, these were intended uh, to just be... Um, uh, messages of inspiration, um, a way to teach about goddess values, uh, and you know they were turned into these uh, these messages to uplift us, and um, you know it, as I tried to be in service to the community, uh, there are uh, a number of inspirational messages in the book, uh, 20 as a matter of fact, and there are 12 meditations. Uh, today we're going to do the meditation, uh, I call it the Aphrodite, uh, True Beauty and Self-Worth uh, Meditation. Uh, and uh, the reading I'm going to do is Goddess Notices, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, um, uh, because it's about a you know, very magical personal experience uh, I had. But I just wanted to share that uh, the purpose of Goddess Calling, um, besides being a place to assemble all of these messages that uh, I had been giving uh, on Sundays uh, at the uh, locations I just mentioned, um, you know, it was intended for, uh, of course, those who, would, you know, who, who, participated and came to uh, the facility, but the book was really for uh, individual personal inspiration, and if you maybe led a group uh, that gathered occasionally, uh, and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, you just uh, were at a loss for words and didn't uh, uh, know what you were going to talk about at uh, your upcoming gathering. Well, it gave you a lot of choices, and uh, some of these readings um, follow the wheel of the year or parallel to the wheel of the year. And uh, what some people have done uh, is uh, recorded the uh, the meditations or recorded the talks uh, and, uh, you know, have played them on their, uh, you know, they're available on their websites or they have played them at uh, uh, or read them at, you know, in person, you know, at events and gatherings. So anyway, uh, that's, um, you know, that's a way to also use this book, you know, for your personal use or uh, to share with your community, you know, if you're asked to give a talk, uh, or it might even, you know, uh, kind of be the catalyst for you to write your own. Um, so, uh, you know, so that uh, that's what Goddess Calling was, uh, and is, it's still out there, you can get the book, and uh, it was dedicated to Isis, uh, uh, the great she of 10,000 names, Sepmet, Our Lady of Tenacity Manifested, and also my husband Roy, who I have felt for more than three decades has been the wind beneath my wings, as they say. So, um, so yeah, the other thing um, about the book is uh, it 
it also gives you a ritual outline if you wanted to put together your own sacred service. Uh, it gives you a, a ritual outline to do that. And uh, we always started our Sacred Sundays with a beautiful uh, reading from uh, was was put out by the United Nations Environment uh, uh, you know program or publication, uh, and uh, this goes back to 1990. Um, when they had a public environmental Sabbath, uh, Earth, Earth Rest Day. And uh, they started it with, We Have Forgotten Who We Are. And uh, on Sacred Sundays, that was our opening prayer, We Are Forgotten Who We Are, or uh, the Prayer of Sorrow. And it ended with a prayer of remembering or a prayer of gratitude. So uh, I'm going to do that today. I'm going to start... Uh, you know, today's show, um, you know, the little sacred part of it with uh, that opening and closing. Uh, so we're going to do the opening prayer. I'm going to read Chapter 18, Goddess Notices, which is not very long. And then we're going to do that uh, special closing from uh, from the United Nations uh, Prayer of Gratitude. I think that would be a great way to close today uh, because... Um, as I said, you know, we are going through difficult times. And for many of us, um, RBG's passing is just one more thing added to uh, that list of challenges today. So uh, just uh, a little bit about this chapter, Goddess Notices. Um, uh, this was um, something I wrote after... Uh, we had some very magical experiences, some very real uh, magical experiences. And, um, you know, I think sometimes we go through life um, wondering about the nature of deity. And we think, uh, well, is there really something out there? And, uh, you know, you don't want to be as some people might say, anti-intellectual for believing in a being out there, uh, some invisible being, as, you know, I, I know uh, many atheists kind of mock, you know, those of us who are believers in uh, deity. Uh, and I know some of us look at goddess as a, a archetype or ideal. Uh, myself, uh, it's all three. And the reason I still believe in deity is because of some incredible experiences I've had over 30 years that um, there's just no other explanation sometimes for the things that happen. And um, I'm not going to worry about someone calling me anti-intellectual because uh, this is my truth and uh, these are some of the experiences um, you know, that we've had. So anyway, um, you know, that's sort of the background for this, um, this little essay, Goddess Notices. And uh, yes, it's about real, magical, mystical experiences. Um, maybe sometimes, um, you know, I've chosen to see it that way. Uh, I'm sure a skeptic could, um, you know, see it otherwise. But, you know, I've just come to the realization that, you know, unless we have an apparition appear before us, 
and, and you know, and then we might even doubt that. But unless we actually have an apparition appear before us, we have to be paying attention for the things that happen in life uh, to recognize when she speaks to us uh, and recognize when magic is happening. So I'll just leave it there. All right, so I hope you'll get comfortable uh, if you can or if you're listening while you're working. That's okay, too. Um, And we're going to start with um, the prayer of sorrow, or as we called it at Sacred Sundays, um, the we have forgotten who we are prayer. We have forgotten who we are. We have alienated ourselves from the unfolding of the cosmos. We have become estranged from the movements of the earth. We have turned our backs on the cycles of life. We have forgotten who we are. We have sought only our own security. We have explored simply for our own ends. We have distorted our knowledge. We have abused our power. We have forgotten who we are. Now the land is barren and the waters are poisoned and the air is polluted. We have forgotten who we are. Now the forests are dying and the creatures are disappearing and the humans are despairing. We have forgotten who we are. We ask forgiveness. We ask for the gift of remembering. We ask for the strength to change. Okay. So um, now we will go to... um, that chapter I wanted uh, wanted to share with you, and uh, it's called uh, Goddess Notices, and it's page 120, chapter 18. As I prepare to write a book on sacred sites of goddess in Turkey, and consider leading another tour to Turkey, which is called Anatolia, or Land of the Nourishing Mothers, my mind returned to our last trip to a rural and out-of-the-way place there called Pessinus. Pessinus was sacred in ancient times as a center dedicated to Cabeli, or Cybele. Though her temple remains hidden beneath the sands of time, and it is as yet undiscovered, by contemporary archaeologists. This telling of my time in Pessinus might all sound trivial, but I remember feelings of sacredness there presented in surprising ways. Although we didn't find Cabelli's temple, I believe I felt her there. It seemed her presence was alive in the people and the energy of the place. Burned into my memory were the kids playing with their cows, adorning their heads with costume jewelry, jumping upon their backs, talking to them or walking them down the main road, not much more than a mud path. It was obvious this was just a daily occurrence, this joyous and playful interaction with their cows. As a city girl, I marveled at seeing the cows responding to the kids, like my cat would when I play with her at home. There was a special relationship there between humans and beasts, calling to mind the goddess as mistress of the animals. 
That was not the only thing I remember about walking down that muddy road in Pessinus. What caught my eye and became seared into my memory was this old crone sitting in her doorway. She silently watched the kids, the cows, and our small entourage looking for the essence of Cabelli. The old woman was dressed in what we Westerners would call a costume, though I suspect it might have been her native dress. She wasn't there selling anything or trying to make herself visible in any fashion. There was something about her gaze, though. It grabbed me and seemed to follow me. Though it was years ago, it feels like it was yesterday. Now, don't laugh, but I felt as if she was a conduit to goddess or goddess in human form overseeing our our pilgrimage. I had this sense that our visit was not going unnoticed. Fast forward to a few years later, and it happened again. My husband and I temporarily loaned a statue from our personal collection to the Goddess Temple and Cultural Center of Orange County in Irvine, California. On Saturday night, June 22, 2013, under the fullness of a supermoon, the newly installed, larger-than-life-size statue of the Egyptian lion-headed goddess Sekhmet was consecrated before the public. She was welcomed to her new temporary home by a packed house of women and men, high atop her four-feet-tall, pyramid-shaped base, Sekhmet dominated the room in regal splendor. It was hardly a surprise. During the instant of her unveiling, smoke alarms suddenly went off and lights began to flicker, leaving no doubt to all assembled. She was definitely in the sanctuary. Simply put, we believe Sekhmet noticed our devotion and let us know she was in the building. The evening was filled with music, singing, dancing, drumming, and recitations to dispel the disinformation about her well-known myth, a patriarchal myth perhaps designed to cause women to be feared or women to fear their own power. Sekhmet, a solar deity known today to help women and men transform and empower themselves, is rising at a crucial time in our history. Have no doubt she is on the rise as people strive to find their strength, tenacity, passion, creativity, and courage. In other words, their sacred roar. Some readers might not know me well yet, but I don't have these kinds of feelings often or casually. I'll admit I tend to be more left brain, leaning toward being more skeptical, and I generally question everything as I struggle for balance with my right brain. I don't allow myself flights of fancy. Pessimist Turkey, however, felt more potent to me than a lot of places. That veil between past and present, goddess and mortal, felt a little thinner. Certainly at the Goddess Temple of Orange County, Sepmet was with us. And finally, there was this third validation that goddess notices. Practically to the day I was notified, John Hunt Publishing accepted my proposal for this book. My beloved husband had a heart attack. I rushed him to the emergency room in the hospital, and within the hour he was having surgery. In those surreal moments of confusion, fear, panic, shock, and worry, I got on the phone and called the women in my circle of friends to enlist their prayers, and of course I prayed too. 
Roy came through the surgery fine, and that first night he was in the hospital. I went home to try to get a good night's sleep and prepare myself for the caregiving that was ahead. I dreamed, and surprisingly, I remembered the dream. I was in a large, cavernous room full of women. The energy was chaotic, and their voices were garbled and loud. Then from nowhere, a woman whose face I did not recognize approached, and I knew her to be an ICN priestess. She put three coins in my hands, not the metal variety, but the more ancient clay or terracotta type. On them were engraved images of Egyptian goddesses and gods. As I gazed upon them, the images became colorful and began to move. In my mind, I heard the words, the gods are activated. And I knew goddess and the divine masculine, perhaps Toth or Anubis, heard the prayers of the women in our community as well as mine. Again, I was reminded, the great he, she, and he, hear our prayers, and I am sharing this with you, so you have no doubt she does, she does notice. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it's useful and inspirational for you. Now we're going to go to uh, the meditation, um, True Beauty and Self-Worth. And uh, that's on page 163. So if you have been listening while you're working, if you can, now would be a good time to, um, you know, maybe take a seat and prepare yourself to, you know, go into that deeper space, however it is you do it. So, um, I invite you to find a comfortable place to sit and relax. (sighs) Start to go within. Let the cares and worries of the outside world drift away. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and out. If you are having difficulty letting go of negative stuff, Expel it from your body by breathing it out sharply. Do it again if necessary. Don't worry about the sound or be self-conscious. Focus on the core of your sacred self where the sparks of your divinity live. Breathe in and out. In and out. You might even see the negativity leaving your body as gray mist. Sometimes that visualization helps. So prepare yourself for your sacred journey. In coming to Turkey or Anatolia, the land of the nourishing mother, you have come a long way to learn the full measure of who Aphrodite truly is and perhaps who you are. Here in Aphrodisias, where Aphrodite was revered in her full, potent, and magnificent splendor, the true nature of this goddess is revealed. And in your seeking, dear pilgrim, you will certainly be rewarded. So then let us delay no longer and imagine yourself standing before the temple of Aphrodite 
in her valley of Aphrodisias in Turkey. This was a town of artisans dedicated to memorializing in stone the authentic nature of Aphrodite. You can still hear the sound of chisel on stone coming from the artist's workshops lining the streets and hear the teachers instructing their pupils on their technique. Walking toward her temple, now standing on her sacred landscape, let yourself open to the essence of this place and feel what a fertile container for her devotion this once was in ancient times. As the sun beats down upon your neck, you hear the call of the birds above and the singing of the babbling stream alongside the temple. Allow, allow, allow the mountains on either side to embrace you as if you were in the arms of the mother herself. Allow, allow, allow yourself to expand your awareness and open to the true beauty and vast essence of this great goddess. As you sit before the remains of her temple on the cool green grass, you allow the image of Aphrodite created here to fill the movie screen of your mind's eye and her essence envelops your body, mind, and soul. In doing so, you see yourself differently. You look beyond the surface and begin to see what others in yourself may have yet to discover about you. Looking again at her statue, you begin to soak in the full extent of who this goddess of life and death truly was. Not merely a goddess called upon in matters of beauty or the heart, although that is its although that itself was not a frivolous and superficial desire, here Aphrodite was that and more. Lie down now upon the hollowed ground of her temple. Dig your fingers into the dirt. Pick a red poppy, her sacred flower, and put it in your hair. Imagine what it what it must have been like to have a large part of the world only see half of who she truly was. Drink her in. Try to know her and let her become a part of you. As you do so, you see the sacred within. You begin to recognize the seeds lying dormant within yourself, which you can awaken at will. See the polos on her head, signifying her as the protectress of the people, and the registers of animals on her torso, naming her mistress of the beasts. It is she who provides all that one needs to sustain oneself. Let us know her for who she truly is, in all her beauty, and for all the treasures and worth she embodies, not just the superficial persona most attribute to her. Perhaps this journey has triggered feelings within you as you seek to know who you truly are in this lifetime and determine your own self-worth. Here in this holy place, Aphrodite's image, embodied in her statue, reflects more accurately her full power and essence. She represented all there is from womb to tomb and then rebirth. 
here she could truly be herself and her more ancient roots and attributes were in full view for all the world to see leaving no doubt about the extent of her abilities and power here she embodies Cabelli, Magda Mater and Mother Mountain she is the creatrix and sustainer of all life and it is unto her one returns upon his or her death coming here means this archetype of Aphrodite is calling you to a higher awareness to know your full measure and to claim your true beauty and self-worth she is encouraging you to strive to honor yourself and know your value beyond mere reputation or what might show on the surface she wants you to look deeper for what lies beneath and seek the true measure of yourself or perhaps that of another treasure is rarely found lying scattered upon the ground do not be misguided by fool's gold or false representations that offer glints in the sunshine one must sometimes take the time to dig deep uncovering the layers that may hide the treasure of one's true beauty love and worth once found wear your gifts with pride and self-assurance like a necklace of pearls upon your neck allow 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 your true beauty and self-worth to be known to all who cast their eyes upon your form and deeds as you parallel your new sense of self with that of discovering the truth of Aphrodite realize there is much within you yet to blossom with this newfound truth you feel your body glow Aphrodite herself is activating the Shakti within you you feel the heat of awareness from the tips of your toes upon your spine to the top of your head and you know you are the catalyst the activator the spark of your own becoming now with these mysteries revealed to you bask in the glow of your authentic self and before you leave the sacred space quietly collect water from the sacred spring alongside the temple and place a red poppy upon the sacred stones of Aphrodite's temple when you are ready open your eyes and return to the sacred place restore your senses to this world by shaking your hands maybe rotate your ankles get up have a glass of water and a bite to eat well I hope you enjoyed that I think there were some important there was some important wisdom in there that again sometimes we don't think enough about so uh, we're going to close today as I used to close Sacred Sundays with that uh, closing prayer called the Prayer of Gratitude by the United Nations um, Environmental Department um, as I said in the beginning uh, they used these prayers in uh, 1990 for their uh, Earth Rest Day Sabbath so this is um, what I call the prayer of remembering but is officially called the prayer of gratitude 
We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We live in all things. All things live in us. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We live by the sun. We move with the stars. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We eat from the earth. We drink from the rain. We breathe from the air. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We share with the creatures. We have strength through their gifts. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We depend on the forests. We have knowledge through their secrets. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We have the privilege of seeing and understanding. We have the responsibility of caring. We have the joy of celebrating. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. Well, um, I want to thank you for joining me today. Um, If you're interested in... um, uh, Goddess Calling, uh, you can go to Amazon and find it. Uh, while you're there, uh, look at all the leaders in the community who have endorsed the book or given their comments. And um, I uh, want to give you a heads up that uh, I live in a forest now on a mountain, and because of the fires, uh, SoCal Edison is um, uh, they're doing upgrades to the equipment, and um, so Wednesday, um, when I normally give a show, uh, this Wednesday I won't be able to because we are not going to have any power, so I won't be able to broadcast out. So instead of having our usual Wednesday show uh, this coming Wednesday, uh, I will not. Uh, I will reschedule the show, however. And um, more than likely... Um, we will either do a show over the weekend or we will just wait till the next scheduled show the following Wednesday. But there is so much there in the archives. Um, I hope you will avail yourself of all that's there. Um, so many of the topics are just as timely today as uh, you know when we first recorded them. All right. Well, that about does it for me today, folks. Um, Again, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, You have been the gas in my tank for the last 13 years, and you continue to be. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you have a great weekend. And um, I will be with you soon. All right, then. Bye for now. And may Isis embrace you in her golden wings. And may Sepmet give you tenacity and courage to face the challenges of everyday life. <laughs>